0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Fantasy Football Frenzy. Simulcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio and Dish Network. Brought to you, of course, by DX Racer. you see these lovely chairs myself and Matt Medica are sitting on. I talked to Nando. I'm getting to him to ship one down to the all-in kid so he can have one of the DX Racer seats also. Shit. And then I'ma t- <laughs> And then I'ma take one out the loading dock, and it'll be one in my crib too. So there you go right there. Anyway, coming up on the program today, we are gonna to start to get you ready for week number 10 of the NFL season. Ten weeks in, so. I want to go through some waiver wire stuff, talk about some of the fab bids in my leagues. I had a pretty bad weekend fab. I'm going to come right back to that. The link is live, so we'll go through that, look at some rankings. Go to Vegas look at some team totals, see what we can find inside these totals, let you know so you can make the right waiver wire decisions in, I mean, excuse me, the right lineup decisions in week number 10 because lineup decisions are getting more critical now as these leagues is starting to bunch together, 5-4, and 4-5, four, four and five. those teams right there, the 6-3 and three team, the W-2, so we got to make sure that we get the right guys in our lineup so we don't have a whole bunch of points sitting on the bench. All in, kid, Jake Seeley. Good morning, my man. How you doing?
2: I'm doing good, yeah, especially the four and fives and stuff. Like Again, I'm going to preach what I keep doing for my home league for the past couple of years. Do doubleheader, people. It's it's actually even a lot more fun. I had somebody that jumped all the way from seventh place to the fourth place spot this past week with two wins. It's just it makes it more entertaining this time of year. You, as We've always talked about You don't have to worry about, hey, I had the second most points. Well, guess what? You're guaranteed to at least go one and one. I, I think
1: this is the way that we should really be playing. What do you think about that, Matt, the doubleheader idea in, in like, the home leagues?
3: I don't know. I love the the way the nffc does it with the it's pretty much a points league the head to head always gets rewarded yeah but i i like the points league because in in, a, they're in like the super i'm three and I, th- I was three and one at one point yeah and now i'm three and Well six. then you should
2: you should like it then matt cuz it's it's the top si- or the top 6 are against points it's yeah. not it's not another second team it's not, not yeah, a no, team. But I, I, I don't
3: personally all. care about the head to head as much i know i know certain people do like Say it if you if you play in an office league, you want to talk trash to your. coach. How do you do it? In, in
1: the Staten Island league? How do y'all do it?
3: They do it with the uh, with the head to head as well. They're a little you know backwards. You know,
1: so you it, know, <laughs> so it's no it's no um. <laughs> but see, what the double header is like you're playing against like the average score of the week. And If you beat the average score, you get a W. And if you beat your but opponent, you get I, a W. I'm fine with it. And
0: mm.
3: Maybe that's just better than straight. You know, I think it had, might be the had, fairest way. I, I I'll say I like that better. But you know maybe it's just because I've been playing it so much for the past couple of years. I just really enjoyed the points.
1: Last year, going into week ten in the season, I made, I was on the waiver wire and I picked up Tim Hightower. wasn't really nothing good on the waiver wire that week. I ended up picking up Tim Hightower and Sean Payton like immediately fell out of love with Mark Ingram. Right? Tim Hightower was getting carries. He was getting receptions. He was getting touchdowns, and then he threw that—he threw that touchdown pass to Willie Sneed. I'll never forget that play, ever. Week ten is an important. was an, it, it, I'm, I'm like a—I'm a character where I, I, week ten was important last year. Week 10 is important this year. I got beat out. Nothing real big on the waiver wire, but everywhere I was going, what was the Bears defense? I got beat out on the Bears defense. I got beat out on Robert Woods in one league. I don't like getting beat out. You know what I'm saying? So when we come back on the other side, I'm gonna talk about some of the things that went on in my waiver wire runs last night, bring that to the table, see what else went on in different waiver wire runs. Um, that's how we'll start it right here. Fantasy football frenzy on the T.I. Thursday right here on FNTSY Radio. football frenzy on fntsy radio all in kid jake Sealy, wall street matt Madika, Corey parson the fantasy executive i'm a man don burns on the one and twos on the ti thursday so happy about that what i'm not happy about is how i kept getting beat out on the doggone waiver wire by like a couple of dollars here and there so one league, right, I have Robert Woods was mysteriously on the waiver wire. But, like, it's good players in this league. You feel what I'm saying? This is not like Susie and Accounting. You feel? This is not Scott's Kiss League. <laughs> yeah,
3: I got a question. How much money did you have left in that league? All right, so I had left 490 Robert Woods was on the wire, right? I'll tell you right now, I would have won 334 That would have been my number.
1: Okay, so this is what I did. This is how I set it up. I looked at what everybody had left. So I wasn't even thinking about the people that had more money than me because they could outbid me anyway. So I wanted to make sure I outbid the players that didn't have as much money as I did or was in the same area as me. I wanted to make sure I outbid them. The guys that had more, they want the player, they can drop the whole bag on them. They can go get them. You feel what I'm saying? Because nothing I can do about that. So I wanted to be smart with it. So I went 290 for Robert Woods. He goes for three thirty three, and I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" You feel what I'm saying? And the dude that got him is like three and six, and I'm like, "You don't need him."
3: But well, that's not well. Maybe that's
1: not fair to say that he could go on a run. You know what I mean?
3: But you know why I, I should I go three thirty four? Because three thirty three is a third pretty much of the a thousand fab. Oh, makes so I always sense. go that one extra dollar yeah. if somebody does that.
1: Jake, did I, did I did I did I did I did I did I do that wrong? Should I have? been more aggressive in bidding for woods was i in the right area or was i like you know or should i just went ahead and just like i like like you know unload the whole thing well it depends on what the rest do your rest of your receivers look like i was i uh, i got tyreek hill on a bye this week so i got to put james white in my flex other than that d hop baldwin and funches but i'm worried about d hop obviously
2: yeah, I, I can definitely understand that. I'm not too worried. He's still look, – he, look, let's go back to the beginning of the conversation in this season, and Tom Savage, at quarterback. Yeah. You guys remember this is when I said it. It's like it started off in that first game, and we talked about it afterwards, and it, uh, obviously it was just one game. But we're saying, you know what? If it's going to be like it was in the preseason, the first game, he's going to get 170, 180 targets. I don't care if he only catches half of them because half of them means he's around 90 receptions, and that's going to be a wide receiver one. But – I think that's what we're still considering going forward. So I'm not that worried about Hopkins. I probably would have been a little bit more aggressive, but I don't think it's the end of the world. Robert Woods hasn't scored a touchdown since the middle of last year. True. What
1: do you think, Matt? You know if I would have went 334, I would
3: have won the play by like a dollar? I would have been more aggressive, and here's why. I agree with Jake with Hopkins getting all the targets. That's why I'm – I'm a little more positive on him. I'm not as worried. Though when I look back to week two, when like Deshaun Watson got that start uh, versus Cincinnati, and I had Watkins in the lineup, and I was watching that game with like one eye open. Like just yeah. throw the ball to him, throw the ball, and hopefully he was going to make enough catches and stuff. So there is concern. That, I mean, Funches is the guy there. But Funches has gotten targets in games like 8 to 10 and only had like three for thirty-four. So Woods... I think it would have been a nice piece to have. I mean, having James White in your flex this week is really nice. But, I mean, Woods would have been a, ha- a nice piece to have as depth and somebody to fill in if some if, if if you needed it, if one of these guys did cater. All
1: right, so now my favorite team right now, right, which team I got in the FFWC, how you doing, buddy? It's, uh, it's playing well. I think it's like uh, second-best record, second in points, right? I've been eating these bad Jameis Winston weeks this last month, so I had to solve this Jameis Winston problem. So last week, I was like, okay, I got to do something about Winston. He was the only quarterback I was carrying, and he was kicking my ass. So last week, I went a bit aggressive, got Tyrod Taylor. Now, this week, I'm looking at Taylor. The matchup is not the best, but, you know, he's still Tyrod Taylor. I like the schedule moving forward. Could be some shootout type situation. I don't want to run through all my fab just yet. Titans on this team. I got Jerry Cook. I got OJ Howard. Both those dudes are on the bye this week. Charles Clay is on the wire. Ryan Fitzpatrick is on the wire. My fab is down to like 40 bucks in this league, Jake. Wait, wait. Did you just say OJ Howard? (laughs) I have OJ Howard. No, no, no. Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick and Charles Clay are on the wire. OJ Howard is on my bench. But I'm not comfortable starting OJ Howard.
2: Oh, yeah, I... I don't think it's the worst play because the fact is, is look, we have no Mike Evans and Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Cameron Brady. Yeah, he went to Luke Stocker in the end, so he's definitely looking for his tight end. So I think there's potential here. Obviously, there's better options. I'd even play a banged-up Charles Clay over him just because I know he's going to be more involved. But I don't think it's the worst. Well, I got confused because I thought when you said on a bye, I thought you meant O.J. Howard was on a bye. I was like, no, you have him for this week. That's yeah. what I was asking about.
1: No, so I was saying maybe that he was – like uh, homeboys on a bye, Cook – um, yeah, I got you now. Yeah. So, $40 left. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Charles Clay at the top of the list. Who should I have spent the money on, oh, Matt? Fitzpatrick for me. Really, you would have spent the money on the Fitzpatrick and played an O.J. Howard? You would have
3: been one, yeah, for, for, for that. I mean, look, like, like Jake said. He was throwing he threw a touchdown pass to Stalker. So, I mean, <laughs> O.J. Howard <laughs> could have some relevance this week.
1: What do you think, Jake? I should have put the money on the quarterback or put the money on the tight end?
2: I got to tell you, I probably would have done both, but I would have leaned to the
1: quarterback like Matt said. You kind of need the quarterback right now. So the winning bid for Ryan Fitzpatrick was $29. The runner-up bid, it was no runner-up bid. Nobody bid on him but one dude. The winning bid for Charles Clay was my $28. The runner-up bid was $9. I could have got both the players. See, this is when you don't hit on the wire. Sometimes, yes, yeah. Hindsight obviously is twenty twenty, but when you don't hit on the wire, it can be very disappointing and disturbing. So that was yeah, my aggravating. W- yeah, yeah. Because last year I was able to get the players going down the stretch. I, f- I feel like Matt, like like this team is starting to struggle now. I don't have Mike Evans this week. Jameis Winston been a flop. I don't think I'm moving in the right direction,
3: and it's starting to worry me a little bit because I like the team so much. You feel what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying, but it, it depends upon how your team performs this week. I think you got, you know, this is the team with Hopkins on it? or No, this, nah, this team, team doesn't have Hopkins, Hopkins on it. This 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 is the team with Mike Evans
1: on another, you know, Mike Evans out this week. Mm-hmm. So the starting lineup right now is Tyrod Taylor, Jarek McKinnon, Carlos Hyde. My three wides are, my three, hold on a second. Oh, coach, coach released Vontae Davis. Wow, wow, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, I guess he got that surgery. <laughs> he was going for surgery, and it's like, okay. Wow, coach release Vontae Davis. All right, Tyrod Taylor, JMC, Jarek McKinnon, Carlos Hart, Gin Jr., Devontae Adams, Brandon Cooks. Mind you, Mike Evans is suspended. Charles Clay is my tight end now. My dual flexes are Danny Amendola, Corey Davis, and then I'm bringing it up with Legatron and uh, in the Seattle Seahawks defense. So, Mike Evans should be in this lineup, and then Michael Crabtree's on a bye. Okay, well, yeah. I feel good about it, but I, I don't think my quarterback— Mike Evans is killing you this week. Is what it is. Mike Evans did kill me this week, Jake. Now, I've been playing the Chicago Bears defense when they're at home every single game. No matter who the opponent is, when the Bears defense is at home, Jake, I've been playing them. I kind of felt like it was my secret. I know we talked about it a little bit yesterday— Yesterday, in some of my fab runs, Jake, the Chicago Bears defense was going for upwards of $60, $70 in, in the $1,000 fab leagues. What's up with that?
2: Yeah, everybody Everybody's so smarter than you gave them credit for. That's <laughs> funny. Like, look, there was a lot of leagues where I saw the Bears and the Steelers as the hot two pickups for defenses. But this is why, especially this kinda, this time of year, if you have a free spot, instead of going to pick up Some random, like Darren McFadden. Who who knows? And you're looking ahead and you don't need Darren McFadden. You're saying, all right, next week I've been streaming defenses and start looking at what's week 11 look like? What's week 12 look like? You know, I was looking at one league, the Bills defense. I had been playing streaming matchups with them with the Texans and I looked at the rest of the schedule. Now they're becoming droppable who they're facing in the next couple weeks. So I think defenses, if you're playing the streaming game, the one thing with defenses you should be looking ahead because if you wait till the week of. Mm. Like you just said, the Bears or the Steelers, I saw a lot of people miss out on both because everybody was going after the same two defenses.
1: Matt, Matt I kind of feel like I got too much other stuff going on like besides football right now. Because when I tell you how this next wave of wire ran, you know what I'm saying? You're going to be like, you made a mistake on this one. What do you think about this, this streaming defense theory?
3: Like, is it? I prefer not to do it if I can. I, mm. I like paying up for defense. Like, I hit with Jacksonville on most of my teams, so I don't really have to worry except for that one week where I had to Get somebody in there. This week I went out and got Minnesota. So them, they haven't done it. Fantasy wise, they've been more of a better NFL defense. But I'm gonna take my chances with them down the stretch.
1: All right. So another league, right? Kurt Cousins, my only quarterback. I got 440 of a thousand left. I got to go get me a quarterback for the stretch run because right now we're preparing our teams to push past Thanksgiving into the fantasy playoffs. That's where I live at. So Brissett is well. I had, Don Burns just told me I got 30 seconds left. <laughs> Can't just do this for 20 minutes. The hammer minutes. was dropped. Yeah, the, the Don Burns dropped the hammer. When I come back, I'm going to wrap up this, this team right here, tell you about the mistake I made in this one so you don't make the same mistake. 844-843-6879. We'll Over the telephone lines also, and we'll, get, uh, we'll take our first look at the link. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Fantasy executive in a sunken place. Trying to live my best life, though. And sometimes, you know what? Got to do a little self-evaluation. So that's what I'm doing right now. So let me go through this other team right quick. Cause I got I to get the homies in here because I don't know if I'm slipping. This team is 6-3. and three. Uh, Second in points. It's, I, I, I can't just get, like, first in points in the best record. It's just like... It's not supposed to happen to me. I'm not that guy. I don't have that kind of luck. Right? Well, not yet at least. So, like I was telling you guys, Kirk Cousins is the only quarterback on the team. So I'm worried about that. Not the best matchup this week, but I'm like, I play Kirk Cousins because Kirk Cousins is going to get it done. He'll get me at least 20. Running backs in the starting lineup right now are Isaiah Crowell and Ezekiel Elliott. Kareem Hunt's on by. That's why Isaiah Crowell's in my lineup. Don't don't do that, y'all. <laughs> 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 Alpha Morris is on this team also, so I'm good. This team though, right here, I think the balance on this team is off a little bit. The running backs are Zeke, Kareem Hunt, Crowell, Devontae Booker, who I'm still stashing, Rob Kelly, who is he's on the team, Deonta Foreman, mm-hmm. who I'm still playing the long game with, <clears throat> and Alfred Morris, who obviously you know what I'm saying. That's my that's my ZQ Elliott. <laughs> he can. By the end of the day, Alfred Morris could be in the lineup. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So there you go right there. That's the running backs. That's one. This is 20 roster spots, y'all. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven running backs. Here are the wide receivers on the same team. Doug Baldwin, Golden Tate, who I love. Gin Junior, who I was all over. I got him in a ton of places. Jeremy Macklin's on the team, and I'm like, not my favorite guy. Deshaun Jackson's on this team, too, and he's like, ugh. Danny Amendola, we know the injuries and whatever. And I got Jameson Crowder on this team. Jimmy Graham's the only tight end I'm carrying. Then got Legatron and a couple defenses or whatever. So, Jake, I would say that clearly this team, in my, in looking at this team, this team needs wide receiver help, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't really need no running backs on this one, Matt. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Running backs are enough. I'm still waiting on Booker. I probably can drop Rock. Do you not make trades? Nah, it's no trades in this league. That this is uh. frustrating too. I'll be honest with you. It really is. Because I would have been trying to pull something off. So it, it wasn't really no when I looked at the waiver wire, it wasn't really no wide receivers. Had like $440 in fab. This team hasn't really been riddled by injuries. Lucky to have Golden Tate. He's getting it done. And Baldwin and Graham are the, the guys, is, you know, that's the core of the team right there, along with Zeke and Kareem Hunt. This is a good team. Kirk Cousins, the quarterback, not tripping. So, I'm saying to myself, I need an extra quarterback for down-the-stretch run. So, 440 on the team. I put 100. The quarterback on the waiver wire is Jacoby Brissett. I put 141 on Brissett. I put 23 on the Bears defense. Fab runs last night, right? So, after fab runs, the first thing I see is I have the highest bid. $141 for Jacoby Brissett. Guess what the run-up bid was? 26. 11 zero <laughs> so I couldn't got Brissette for one dollar right but then but you this, needed, needed him I needed them, yeah. yeah and I can't take it with me this weekend the FAB money so this though when I look at the FAB the final results and the FAB report the next highest bid for $113 was Greg Olson and I'm like how did I miss Greg Olson the next bid for $56 was Chris Ivy. I don't need Chris Ivory. I don't need no more running backs the next bid at $53, Jake, was Corey Coleman. Should I have valued Corey mm. Coleman more than I valued Corey Brissett?
2: I would have for the wide receiver help that you need. And, look, well, look, you needed Brissett, so obviously you had to make that move. And, again, we're kind of playing the 2020 looking at the yeah. past game here. So the fact is I would have tried to definitely go after Coleman or Olsen for the fact of what they can bring you when they return the – Browns clearly need wide receiver help. And no matter what the quarterback play has been, coleman has been healthy, he's shown some upside
3: that there's still something there. Yeah, I think you missed out on Olson and Coleman. Man. I missed out on
1: Olson and Coleman. Because see, if I'd have got Olson then down the stretch, I could have did the Corey Parson offense. I could have played Graham and Olson, you know, the two tight ends. Uh, the Mike Cardano offense. <laughs> the Bears defense goes for twenty four dollars. I bid
3: twenty three dollars. See, I'm a person that likes to go over that five. Yeah. If I'm going to bid like 23, 24, if I can afford it, I'll go 26. How do
1: you – is there any science to your bids, how you do your bids, Jake?
2: I try to think about exactly kind of what Jimson Matt was saying is what's Hmm. the normal thought process is people either try to go six, and that's why I usually go seven or eight. Or people just try to, you know, somewhere in the lower range. And that's what actually I just usually stay in the seven to eight range if possible, if it's somewhere between the teens, because you have somebody that does like a bit but you did. Then you have somebody who thinks like Matt does and says, you know what, I'm going to jump one over the five mark because a lot of people will just put in 15 or 25 or 35 because it's or not a round number, but, you know, it's that even halfway point. In any case, so I want to jump over that person. And just to make sure that somebody else isn't thinking the same thing I am, I'll just go to eight because the biggest thing is what you're doing right now is if I bid 28 and somebody does only bid 25, am I really going to be kicking myself over those $2 that Damn. I spent just to make sure I got them? So that's why.
1: I mean, I spent 141 on percent. Nobody else gave a crap about them, but me. <laughs> so yeah, you're right. I, but it gladly went that extra $2. Miss out on. See, and so I'm now,
3: my question would be did you just not see
1: Olsen not see. I didn't see Olsen. I didn't see Olsen. I didn't see Coleman either. And that's why I said I, did, I didn't do a good job. Now, $30 bid in this same league. I didn't make the bid. Was for Martavis Bryant. I have no problem with that.
3: You would pick up Martavis Bryant right now. I put him on my bench. First of all, it's a twenty man roster. Yeah. I, you know, you put him on your bench, and if this guy in a couple of weeks is back in this offense and they want to get him going for the, you know, for for their stretch run and for your playoffs, I mean, this is still a talented player. So yeah, no, I, I he's not somebody that's in your lineup. But he's, he's bench up right now for me. What do you think, All-In, kid? Martavis Bryant.
1: Let's just say you don't have 20 roster spots. You got 16. Can you, this time of year, can you give one to Martavis Bryant? I wouldn't be looking to,
2: but if you're comfortable and you have a spot that you're not using and it's somebody that you're just going to drop anyway, like maybe Jamal Charles, because yeah. you, Devontae Booker is going to be the next option up. You're just holding on. Or it's a piece that you've just been not doing much with and you're just looking for a reason to drop him like anybody, any Lacey without him being hurt. It's just like a bum spot like that. Then I'll pick him up. But in a 12-team, 16-man roster... That generally, look, I said Martavis Bryant was droppable two weeks ago. He's still droppable in my opinion. I hear this news. It's more of a concern for me for Juju Smith-Schuster than it is excitement about Martavis Bryant. I know he could certainly get back in there, but I think it's almost going to be a kind of a wide receiver two by committee going forward now.
1: I can see that being the case also. 844-843-6879. Enough about me. Let's talk about you. And let's start it off. Open up, break the seal on the telephone line. But today, with the homie, we go down to South Carolina because it's time to get Q ready to set his lineup for the week. What's up, Q? How we doing this morning, brother? Hey, man, how y'all doing,
0: Judge? Hey, listen, man. It's weekend. I'm going to let y'all know I was over three in this league, now I'm six and three. Nice now, job, Q. Okay, now. I'm playing the number one player, man. All right. We the gotta take him down, down. I'm six and three. Now, I got I got a question. Should I start McCaffrey or Lamar Miller in the flex? He got some problems with his lineup, but I, if y'all went on my lineup, I can tell you where I'm starting.
1: I, I don't wanna know we can't do nothing about his lineup. You I'm know what I'm saying? McCaffrey. You starting C M C over? Over Lamar Miller? I would start – but I think was in the standard. I, I think yeah, I, still, I still
3: got to go think McCaffrey here. I mean, I, I don't know. Lamar Miller? What do
1: you think, Jake?
2: Lamar. I'm going with Miller. I don't think Miller's getting enough respect at this point.
1: I think people are scared of the lack of – they're scared of the whole offense without mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson
0: that is and correct.
2: that's understandable but the rams are susceptible against the run that's the one area again so they're gonna if they want to have any threat in this game they're gonna have to run the ball
0: so q so
1: right now
3: McCaffrey's we got McCaffrey's
2: safer i'll i'll bet that mccaffrey is the safer pick but i just think that Mick, Mick, miller at this point
3: i'm hoping has been too good we're starting to see that change of the guard and they're gonna actually give mccaffrey these carries well, so
2: yeah so am I. I am hoping the same thing it's just whether or not that happens is a big question
3: who you got in line of right now q
0: I got McCaffrey in because Benjamin left. And they seem to be discarding the ball, because he became an extra getting more targets now.
1: Is That's why true? I got him in. Those targets anyway. You get those yards. You don't get the point, yeah. point for the reception. No, who's your other running back? Yeah.
0: My other running back, I got Mark Ingram and Le'Veon Bell in the lineup.
3: All right. Skew, you
1: sound Let's like just you. just go with the safe option Yeah. Man. Go, yeah. Yeah. go with the safe yeah. option cool. and CMC. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I'm I'm cool with that. Cause you got you already got two good running backs. Who you
0: who you playing at wide receiver? Q. I got your wide receivers, Golden Tate and in been
1: playing. All right, I know you got two. I just was asking you a question, Q. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to help you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, no, no,
0: Well, not right there no. I appreciate you, man. No, I ain't trying to say it. Okay. no, man. I'm, I'm with you, brother. I, I, I appreciate y'all' help. All right, but this I got little, I got a question. This is a, this is an interesting question now. Don't, don't yell at me, Corey. I'm <laughs> trying to, I'm to try not to, cue. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> okay. Now, here go my quarterbacks. You know? All right. I got Drew Brees, remember? We, we, the first week of the season, when you yelled at me. And yep. I, now I got Jerry Goff. I'm starting Jerry Goff. And I'm going to tell you why I'm starting Jerry Goff. Because he picked up Robin Woods, and he's starting him. And I, I feel like I got to end your point.
1: That's – now, okay, listen – That's interesting. All right, good looking out, Q. Um, Let's discuss. I want to save this for after the break because, full disclosure, I do the same thing. Because I'm thinking to myself, if if I got Dak Prescott and you got Des Bryant, you can't really beat me. I mean, don't get me wrong, the rest of your lineup can beat me. But, yeah, I'll be honest with you, sometimes I do that. If I look at my opponent's roster and sometimes, and I got a decision, well, Dak obviously goes into your lineup every week. I want to break down that, that, that Drew Brees versus Jared Goff. I think that's interesting. And I want to talk about looking at your teammates roster. T.I. Thursday right here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, 84 FNTSY that's 844 6879 The Fantasy Sports Radio Network your free fantasy source 24 hours a day Don't forget, later on this afternoon, on On Target Fantasy, Jake, Joe, and uh, I'm always i I'm so used to saying Jake, Joe, and Benny. Shout out to Benny Ricciardi. Seen them last week at uh, MetLife Stadium. Jazz got that W over the Buffalo Bills. I got a chance to hang out with Benny a little bit, so that's what's up. Um, This Drew Brees, Jared Goff thing, right? If I'm not mistaken, this was the same question that came up on uh, Roto Experts. I think Mr. Sussman... Might have had the same, um, I don't know, somebody had the same thing. And it's not crazy to sit Drew Brees this week, Jake.
2: No, it's not crazy to sit Drew Brees. The problem I have is when people make this kind of decision looking at the other person's roster. That, yeah. That's my issue. I have no problem with you. If you want to start golf over Breeze this week, I think they have them two spots ahead behind each other. So right now. Breeze is on the road outside of the dome. That's obviously a concern. Uh, the Bills defense is not as good as people think. They've given up a ton of yards. They've just been very fortunate in their turnovers, especially in the red zone, which is a credit to their defense, but it's the fact that they're still giving up a ton of yards. It's kind of one of those regression type things. Uh, so it's not the worst matchup out there, but it is Drew Breeze outside the dome. He's on the road. He's outside. He's still great if you look at the numbers of past years but this year this team's been a lot more balanced and running the ball a lot more heck two weeks ago he had zero touchdowns so I have no problem with that my problem is when people say and It's usually a bigger gap than this. It's usually like I'm going to bench Drew Brees for Kirk Cousins because he's got Terrell Pryor or something like that. And it's just that's the biggest mistake. And I know Terrell Pryor is garbage, but my point being is I don't like when people try to use the other person's lineup to make decisions for theirs. Yeah, you free fall into a trap. You
1: got Brees at seven, you got golf at eight. So yeah, they're right there, and so that means the projections. You gotta are- look golf though this week. I mean, against that Texan secondary. This is true, and it's at home. Drew Brees is on the road in Buffalo. It's just so But hard. here's
2: where you can get hung up. Let's talk about Goff. Let's talk about that as a perfect example. All yeah, right. we have to like go. What happens if they get out early? What happens if they get two touchdowns in the first half? Because guess what? Tom Savage throws an interception, and all of a sudden it's 14-0. And it's a Todd Gurley game for the rest of the day. So, yeah, Robert Woods does nothing, but Jared Goff did nothing for you as well. And now Drew Brees goes out and throws for 272 touchdowns. That's why you don't look at the other person's lineup. You you break it down on what your team is, who the best players for your roster are. Again, I have no problem with this conversation, but you don't bench somebody just because your opponent has somebody that's involved with a player on your roster. That's where people fall into a trap.
3: I agree with Jake. I put my roster out for the best team I'm going to field. Yeah. I don't, maybe if it was like... I had the quarterback at four o'clock, and I was in a certain situation, maybe then or something like that. But I'm always going to field my best team. But on the flip side, even if Tom Savage throws a couple of picks, we saw the Rams. I think McVay likes scoring points, and we saw the Rams <laughs> put up fifty one. Like a college coach, put a up fifty one against the Giants. Yeah. You know, he was kicking field goals too. So I mean, I, I'm not going to put it past them. I, you know, and I think uh, Goff has to keep progressing each and every week. If they really want to make this move in the playoffs, then, you know, let's see what happens.
1: All right, so here's the thing. Now, I'll be honest. I I set my lineup first, and then I will go take a peek at my opponent's lineup because I want to see what random person that he has in his lineup that's going to go off for 30 points and beat me. You feel what I'm saying? So I can be like, oh, look, he's playing Eric Ebron. This would be Eric Ebron's three-touchdown game, and he'll score 30 points and he'll beat me. You feel what I'm saying? That's why I like to look at my opponent's rosters. But I've done it in the past. I don't do it as much now, but as a younger, less experienced fantasy owner, I would make lineup decisions based upon my opponent's lineup decisions. And I know a lot of you out there are doing that. It's tough not to do. So, it's tough not to do it. Like, well, he's playing the Bears' defense, so I don't want to play. You know, uh, the quarterback. Listen, it doesn't make a difference. The bottom line of the matter is, it's nothing you can do about it. You feel what I'm saying? All he's doing is putting his lineup out there. You cannot change it in that way. So, Q is right to start Jerry Golf this week. I don't have a problem with that. But the the you can't start Golf because just because um. You know, mm-hmm. you thinking, you sitting Drew Brees is not going to make Drew Brees ineffective. You feel what I'm saying? Like, he's still going to go out there and do work. He, he, so, it, it, you, he's like, oh, Q didn't put me in this lineup. I'm sulking behind this. You feel what I'm saying? That's not going to happen. So, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. 843 6879 Don Burns is telling me I need to get out to Boston and talk to Angelo. Angelo well, not Boston. Yeah, Angelo. Angelo. Has anybody heard from Greg in New Mexico? Yeah, that's right. I haven't heard from. I haven't yet. heard from Greg in New Mexico. Is he called on target, Jake?
2: Mm, I don't No, we usually get people from Arizona. I don't <laughs> know who, you, 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 get, you got a lot better memory, I do, that, than like, all these people are. I don't remember Greg in New Mexico. Like, I don't know his voice or his team or anything like that.
1: Uh, Greg in New Mexico, he's the guy. He comes on, he calls you the one-time kid. That's Greg in New Mexico.
2: Okay. So <laughs> yeah, yeah give me something like that. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, haven't heard from Greg in New Mexico? I'm sorry, I don't know. And Dane Martinez, a spitting statistician. Like, Dane think his listeners are just for him. Cause he's like he was on Best Friends and he heard some of his callers and he was like offended. You feel what I'm saying, Dane? They don't care. It's just, they don't care what behind the microphone, Dane. They just want help. Yeah, no. I mean, I've, I've,
3: <laughs> when I come in on Friday nights for old school, I'll hear people from, yeah, you know, Frenzy calling up Dane. So, yeah, it's know.
1: all good, Dane. It's, it's We're, We're sharing our calls. With it's you, full. It's full. It's full operation, Dane. Anyway, let's head up the Boston and talk to Angelo. Angelo, what's up?
4: No, oh, fellas, what's going on?
1: Ain't nothing much. How's how's the, how's the temperature in Boston today?
4: In the thirties, Wow. like overnight, Jeez. man. I'm telling you, not too too quick, you know. Overnight, overnight, but uh, that's the that's the way it is around here. You yeah. gotta you gotta just adjust to it. I'm so happy we about got adjusting someone in with a real
1: accent. Yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of Southy. What we got? What do
4: we? You said you a Jet fan, fellas? Okay. I believe to you fellas about this Corey Coleman and Greg Olson. They're available in my league. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about picking up both of them, but in what order would you put them in? Would you pick up Corey Coleman or Greg Olson?
1: Well, that depends um, on your roster, mm-hmm. uh, Angelo.
4: Full, full point PPR. Mm-hmm. The, my issue is I would have to drop one of these fellas and I'll, I'll give you who I have. Um, I got, I'm I got Juju. I got Duke Johnson on my bench. I got uh, Robert Woods, who I just picked up. Will Fuller, who we all know what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm not big on Ty Montgomery or Aaron Jones right now. My, my starters for, that, for my receiving code, would be, you know, I got Larry. I got Fitzy. I'm not going to drop him. I got Demarius. I got, uh, and I got Golden Tate. I like it. How would you go who, about it? Who's your that? tight end? What was that?
1: Who's your tight end?
4: Who's your? Oh, I got Zach Ertz.
1: So you really don't need uh, Olson no, okay, unless so. you are gonna go for the Corey Parsons, offense and roll both the
4: tight ends out there. <laughs> yeah, I
3: don't see who you dropping. That's the thing.
4: Would I'm you, not dropping time I'm looking. Berman's. I'm looking to get a flex. I'm looking to, to, to maybe as a flex. Who you know? If, if I even should even go there.
1: If it, if, it, if it, see, what do y'all think about flexing Greg Olson when he comes back in week? Is that eleven that or twelve? Not with the other options that he has. Mm-hmm. Not with the other options he has playing two playing the two tight ends what here's, do you- here's what you do in it's a case like this
2: mm-hmm. if, if it's a trade league overpay in a trade mm-hmm. just give away pieces i don't care if it's like oh man i can't believe i'm giving up so much to even if it's a small mm-hmm. upgrade for the fact that you could potentially be dropping one of those backers running backs or dropping a will fuller right. honestly i would just sell make overpay a trade even if it's mm-hmm. a three for one and then you open up free two free spots
4: i see i like that i like that let me ask you Thanks, this fellas. i appreciate oh, that. Oh, I like
1: oh, that. Oh, hold on one second
4: what, 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 n- n- n-
1: I'm sorry, Angelo. Go ahead. You good?
4: I- you. I'm here. I'm not
1: going anywhere. <laughs> well, I can ask. Why am I ask the homies? And this is a twelve or ten team league, Angelo. Ten team. It's a ten team league. I think you can drop Will full in the ten team league.
3: Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. In ten, you could say you could say sayonara. Yeah, I think you can drop a Will Fuller in the in yeah. a, in, a, in pick a ten up, team. Yeah, uh, be... you would pick up Olson. You would pick up Olson over over Coleman. Yeah, yeah. You just got Robert Woods and stuff. And I'm, I mean, Olson's going to be a big part of that offense when he comes back, right?
1: Yep. There you go. Right there. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's go to Santiago in Louisiana. Santiago, what's good? Hey, uh,
4: I'm in LA.
1: Oh, it's uh, L.A., no point, I know, but... L.A., Louisiana, the same thing. <laughs>
4: the Bayou. That close. Yeah. close.
1: <laughs> What's up, Santiago?
4: Hey. So I made a trade last night, and um, I traded Zeki and Alfred Morris for Hopkins, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and Tevin Coleman. And then this morning I'm reading that people are optimistic about Zeki's ruling and stuff today, so I don't know. What do
1: you think? All right. Well, I think you should have called before you made the trade, first and foremost. That's that's what I think right then. Who's Zeke? That's Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. I guess how they say it in L.A. Um, damn. Oh, man. You traded Zeke and Morris, and you brought back D-Hop or and Hop who else? Call of, yeah, you call buying it. players that are, like, depressed
3: right now. But if, you know, if Elliott does get suspended. He's got suspended. Alfred Morris, though. But we still, everybody said, we still don't know. What Alfred right. Morris, I haven't right. seen Alfred Morris True. play a full game yet. So, uh, until I see that, Alfred Morris, I have him on a roster where I have Zeke. but Alfred Morris hasn't done nothing yet. He's got, what, 12 carries on the year?
1: Santiago, let me ask you, why'd you make this trade? Was this trade offered to you or did you propose this? I
4: proposed this. I, I lost Zeke like two, three times this year and I was just kind of like, man, I can't, Sit through this anymore?
1: Okay, I can, uh, I I can dig car. that. I can dig that. You wanted to get the, you wanted to get rid of the headache. I still like D Hop though. I, I still, if he's gonna
3: get, we saw this past week.
1: But you understand what the other owner did to him, though. The other owner said, "Oh, I can get Zeke and Morris, a piece of the Cowboy backfield, and I'm tr- and I'm selling him D Hop, who is going to be shaky from here on out, and I'm selling Tevin Coleman, who is not really
3: playing that good right now. He's just getting lucky." Uh, yeah no he is but what if uh, this Freeman injury is more serious like I said it could turn the other way for him I understand but if Elliot does get suspended it's a really good trade in in my opinion if not then you know you kind of jump the gun what do you think
1: Uh, rate that trade on a scale of 1 to 10 10 being great for uh, Santiago 1 being horrible for Santiago Jake 0 because he should have asked us first yeah (laughs) <laughs> I think the trade—it's—I give it like a six or seven. That wasn't my favorite trade either. I'm 843 uh, anyway eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. We start to close down our fancy football frenzy on FNTSY Radio. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network Your free fantasy source 24 hours a day Grand Hustle TI Thursday On the Fantasy Football Frenzy Shout out to the birthday boy Frank Stanfield, Frankie baby. Yeah, shout out Frank Stanfield, happy birthday! Yep, what is he, 12, <laughs> 14? This is Frank Stanfield hits puberty today. <laughs> is <laughs> he already in the office? <laughs> I hope he is, probably not, though. Frank's Frank strolling here before the BFF start.
3: I, I think somebody should uh Jack Sussman with those bags he's carrying. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, we just had a, a, a gift bag we just, uh, just headed downstairs for. Frankie, baby. So that's what's up. It's his uh, 15th birthday. Um, <laughs> all right, Ezekiel Elliott in Manhattan. He'll never come holler at me when he's in Manhattan. Ezekiel Elliott in Manhattan today at 2 o'clock. Jake.
3: You're ha- not taking the jet back with him? And no, Jerry? no,
1: we're not. Either him and Jerry are not, not, not flying not me. All in, kid. How are you handling this thing? Uh, I'm trading if I can. This
2: is, fact. This is just, it, look you're either going to be regretting the fact that you trade him or regretting the fact that you held on. It's an unfortunate situation, and you have to suffer through it. Obviously, if you're 8-1, 7-2, and, and, and you have running back death, maybe your third running back is a quality piece you picked up recently, even at Alex Collins and your second running back, so Mark Ingram or something like that, and you could probably survive and hold on and wait, and then you don't need to. But if your second running back is pretty weak without Ezekiel Elliott, I think you have to get rid of him if you get value back, unless you already have Alfred Morris and Rod Smith. Like, I would want more than just one running back for the Cowboys because, as Matt said, we don't know how this is going to shake out. So it's just a terrible situation for owners. I mean, there's really – I don't see anybody being happy after today unless you weren't able to move him, and then the people are just relieved and he doesn't get suspended.
1: I think that's what I'm – I think that's what fantasy owners are really looking for. As you could tell by Santiago, it's kind of just they don't want to deal with it no more.
3: Yeah, no, I think everybody's getting tired of this. But if I'm like four and five, I'm trading for Elliott and just trying to hit a home run here. Yeah, and trying to he, run the table. Hopefully, right. he doesn't get the suspension or it lasts another week or two. Maybe they don't decide on this until you know week twelve. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I had a league where I'm three and six in Yeah, but that would be really bad
2: for you though, because then you wouldn't even get him for any of your playoff games.
3: Well, yeah, but if Man. if he say say they don't do, they don't decide it. Until Saturday or something. The league says he can play up yeah. to that point because it went so far. So if he plays this week, you're cutting him anyway if he gets suspended. Yeah. Because that's going to be the next six weeks, right? You're not going to mm. even get him for that championship right. game. Oh,
0: right. boy. So,
3: I mean, I'm going to take a shot. If it depending on my position, if I'm dealing from strength, I'm keeping my team pretty yeah. much the same way. If, if I got a league where I'm 3 and 6, maybe I should try to trade for him before. I got too much to do today.
1: <laughs> I needed somebody to help me run my teams. Ted Finn's looking a little healthier today. He, I don't think he can help me run my team, man. <laughs> I'm just, I just that. I haven't seen him swimming around lately. <laughs> oh man, Jake in Dynasty. When you do like the dump trades in Dynasty, how do you approach Zeke in the in the Dynasty dump trades?
2: You still have to be a little bit cautious because the fact is if it doesn't happen this year and it's next year. And he does still get this. It's the Tom Brady effect. Like, I think the, uh, the overarching theme here is I think everybody's saying he's going to be suspended. I think the problem is not knowing if it's this year, not knowing if he can come to a deal and cut it to three or four games. But if it's not this year, then it kicks in next year. Like, at some point, he's missing games. So... I think you just have to value like what kind of uh, return you're going to get here. I would definitely it's similar to Matt said if I'm if I'm looking to make a run of this year, I would try to buy low. If I'm looking in dynasty, I would try to buy low no matter how my team is shaped, just to get him at a discounted price. But you got to keep that in your back of your mind.
0: Yeah,
3: I mean, even if he's suspended for six games next year, and we knew that, yeah, he's still going to be a high draft pick. We saw it this year. Yeah, you're right. When we knew he was going to be when we thought he'd be suspended for the six games. Oh, we, because we, at least next year it would be show. the first six games We would know that It'd be mm-hmm. done It'd be the first six
0: games It's over And then it's over And
1: then you have him For the rest of the season Who would you rather have Zeke or Saquon Barkley <laughs> <laughs> Like Rich Barkley playing though <laughs> I know we need to know Where Saquon Barkley is playing
2: That That's the big thing Is no Yeah
1: So there you go We don't know that yet It could be the 49ers Could be the 49ers oh, Don Burns Give him Barkley He don't care where you're playing at Hour number one, the fantasy football frenzy is in the book. Hour number two, we go YouTube live, start to give you our sneaky starts for the week. We we'll talk some more football, and of course, we we'll take your telephone calls. It's the frenzy on a TI Thursday.